the college football experience way too early week 12 preview part two episode on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by win bet get started today and you get a risk-free bet up to $500 terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. We're also brought to you by Coors Light. When you're sweating out your bets, make sure to grab a mountain cold refreshment. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, and cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use the promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by the SGPN app. Just enter SGPN in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Brian Bosworth, aka The Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out. Boz out. Welcome to the college football experience. Way too early week 12 preview part two. We are continuing here with pick. Uh, what is this? What is this pick Dundee making a pick on pick number 19 here um, for the first 19 picks. Check out part one, obviously. Um, so I'm going to take you guys to here with Patty C and NC Nick. Let's go. Okay. I mean, I'm, I'll, I'll play your ACC game. Virginia at Pitt because I think there's a decent shot the Coastal could be on the line here. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> I mean, this game is actually pretty interesting to me, but it definitely is a snooze fest. But I'm saying it's interesting because both teams are defensive oriented teams, and uh, I feel like yeah, I have a hard time gauging who's the better team. Well, you UVA's got a pretty good quarterback. Ever heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> well, Kenny Pickett's been in college for forty-seven years at Pittsburgh, so it's going to be a battle of the old man against uh, the Heisman hopeful Brennan Armstrong. <laughs> well, you took this right before I did. I, I think that's why you played it. I think you you just wanted to kind of screw me. Yeah, it's a it's a good ACC game, man. These are two good schools that will be bowling this year. There, there's and a chance that this game's better than Virginia Tech Miami. There is. There's Absolutely. a chance this is a yeah. great game. Yeah. This is there's a chance this is a very competitive, kind of maybe a crazy ending. And this is two bowl games, two bowl teams here. And look, we're at pick what nineteen. Yeah, you know, so this is played appropriate. And well, and I mean, it really could be for the coastal division. This could end up being like a top ten game because we know who will be in the driver's seat in the coastal division if they win this game potentially. I mean, we we joke about this, but like. These really, I mean, because it is like two teams that just haven't done it in a while. But both of these teams are sleeping giants in a way. You know, I, I guess you can't really call Virginia that, but they're uh, the flagship school of a state that produces pretty damn good talent. If you look at the other teams that, that uh, other states that produce talent in that range, they've underperformed. They they could honestly come up. And if you look at Tech when they owned the state, they were a top ten team annually. Yeah. So Virginia, can they return to that? Maybe Pittsburgh has all that talent in Western Pennsylvania. These teams need to find their ass from a hole in the ground, and and this should be a pretty good game. But the, they haven't yet, so it's just a mediocre game. Yeah, I mean, it's still. I mean, both That's teams a good could game. win. The, uh, are, are these? The, I think they're the last two teams that won the coastal. Are they? Yeah, 
the, yeah, I guess the Coastal didn't exist last year. So yeah, there last it two is. teams that won You're the Coastal back to back reigning Coastal it. champions. Yep. So, um, all right, NC Nick, pick twenty. Where are you going? Uh, so I'm, I'm in a tough spot here. You picked the game I was going to take, and I'm surprised you did not take this game. So I'll do it. We'll we'll switch roles this week, I suppose. <laughs> in previous weeks, you would have picked this boring ass game at the Big Ten West, <laughs> Purdue at Northwestern, and I would have picked UVA Pitt. But I love like how I that's said, a, that's a, a very interesting game, but Purdue Northwestern's not. That they're the what? same level, dude. <laughs> they are, but so, something about Purdue Northwestern just does not interest me. Something about these middle <laughs> mediocre Big Ten West. I mean, I know Northwestern won it last year, so two of the last three not, years. Two of the last. So maybe three they're not years. mediocre, yeah. but they're they're boring. It's not that it's not a not that uh, bores you, Nick. It's that bores everyone. Yeah. yeah. Northwestern no, bores everyone. But the funny part is, yes, it's a boring game, but the fact he's giving the credit to Virginia Pitt. <laughs> yeah. It's like it's like that is a boring fucking game. game. It's the same game. Patty, in, in Patty, Patty back me up for once, okay? You and Colby, like you know, you're both in the studio together. I'm, I'm way out <laughs> east. You guys always team up against me. Yeah. Well, let me back you up here. Virginia and Pitt uh, both have more potential than Purdue at Northwestern. Those are two smart schools. Northwestern's you know. putting first round draft picks out, man. Yeah, but there's yeah. a fucking ceiling. That, that that's because Pat Fitzgerald. I, I showed you that stat. No coach is performing from a win standpoint above his recruiting standpoint more than Pat Fitzgerald. Uh, and, They're recruiting and, and who, down and, in like and who the wrote 60s. an article listing he's saying that he's the best quarter, uh, best coach in America. I, I want to tell you people that Colby's article. I looked up those stats after Colby wrote that article and. They supported Colby's argument really well. I was pretty fucking proud of you. That's yeah. the second time that's happened too. <laughs> Sportsgamblingpodcast.com. Check it out. I rank all 130 coaches in, in the FBS. But okay, look, I mean, Virginia Pitts, I played it higher. So I think it's I think it's slightly better than Purdue Northwest <laughs> I agree. But not by much. Uh uh Purdue at Northwest. I mean, this could be for the Big Ten West. I think both these teams are gonna have something to say, whether they're in a, a play to to win the West, or they're playing the spoiler role. Well, Purdue is yeah. relegated to spoiler one hundred percent, but Northwestern obviously in play for it. Uh, or both teams could be six and six or seven and five. <laughs> also very possible. <laughs> uh, Patty C, pick twenty one. Are you going to take? I I see a couple out there that I thought might interest you, but well, just for shits and giggles, I'm going to stay in the Big Ten West, and I'm going to go to a game that has again personal appeal to me. <laughs> and one of the coaches that you said was one of the best in the country, Kirk Ferentz. Yes. You know, maybe he hasn't won anything big, although he's gotten them. I mean, what, what do they expect? Right. You're in fucking Iowa well, and the, the whole system's al- aligned against them. How so? Because they're, they're Iowa. So when he has these top 10 finishes, the fact that we're going to get a large playoff, we'll actually be able to see, especially if they can host a home game. That's true. No one in the country gives a fuck about Iowa unless you are a die. Unless you're specifically trying to watch Iowa football. You know, if the next year if they have the same record as Oklahoma and the same record as as Miami, yeah. Guess who's not getting? Guess in? who's the odd man out? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I agree with you. Um, so he's playing Illinois at Iowa. Nick. Well, let me say this: fucking uh, Bielema is going to turn around uh, Illinois faster than <laughs> you motherfuckers think. So seven hundred handoffs in this game, right? <laughs> my kind of it, game. It, it wasn't in my top thirty. That's all I gotta say. Oh gosh, <laughs> you wouldn't know a fucking dime from a the whore. I guess they they could be the same thing. There are plenty of whore dimes out there. <laughs> uh, 
Yeah, I mean, this game's. Uh, I look. I think you're playing this way too early. There's better games out there. Okay. There's better games out there, but hey, maybe by the time November comes around, Bielma's got the Eli and I playing better than I think they are. Well, Iowa, like we said, is a big time contender in the uh, Big Ten West, so they could play spoiler here. And this is a a matchup that's gonna have uh, implications for years to come if, if Bielma pans out the way we think he might. All right. Well, look. <laughs> I don't know if we've reached the Big Ten part of the show. But I feel like how are you leaving this game out in Columbus, even though I'm not a Mel Tucker guy, these have been some good games. Uh, the few of these have been good games over the past five years. And I even think Michigan state caught them once or twice. Uh, Michigan state at Ohio state. It has to be played guys. It has to be played regardless Somewhere. of yeah. what we think. Just the fact that uh, they're one of the teams that was, it, I know it's a different coach, but it's still, I, I, I yes. That was Mel Tucker's first year was COVID. Yeah. And it, and it was horrible, but I'm saying, yeah, he deserves a little bit of a pass as much as I dislike his antics. Um, Nick, your thoughts on Michigan state at Ohio state. Yeah. It's gotta be played here. I guess, you know, under Dan, Tony, Michigan state did play Ohio state pretty good. Uh, they won in 2015 and 2016. They lost 17 to 16. They went for two. That's why. Yeah. yeah. But the last three games has been all Buckeyes 48 to three 20. I'm sorry. Last four games, 48 to three, 26 to six, 34, 10. And last year, 52 to 12 and Mel Tucker's <laughs> first year. <laughs> I didn't want to play it, but the game deserves to be played here. You know? Yeah. There's a good chance. Ohio state just rolls though. I mean, yeah. in the 2010s in an eight year period, Michigan state won 10 games six times in eight years. That's a fucking relevant team. I got news for you though. Uh, Brian Lewerke ain't walking through that door. <laughs> Rocky Lombardi uh, transferred <laughs> irreplaceable pieces yeah. there. TJ Duckett. All right. Um, all right. Nick, who's the quarterback that played for the Redskins? Uh, cousins, Kirk, C- Tony banks. No, no, oh, to- oh yeah. Yeah. Tony banks. Yeah. Yeah. Tony banks ain't walking through that door. Uh, all right. Pick 23, Nick, where are you going? All right. Um, got got a lot of weekday us. games going on this week. Yeah, uh, screw it. I'm gonna go to a Saturday game though. But we haven't mentioned any fun belt action just yet. And I sing the praises of the Sun Belt. I'm a fan. I don't know about you guys, but I'm a fan, and you know I'm a fan of of App State. And they got a tough little road game here this week. They're playing at Troy, and Troy might have been kind of average last year. Troy always has a good program. They are located in Alabama. They are always talented. They get that second level talent that the SEC doesn't get. This is a tough matchup. App State better be very careful. Yeah. I like the game though. It should be a fun game. App State at Troy. About time we mentioned some Sun Belt. There you go, Patty C. Your thoughts on App State at Troy? I mean, Troy again. Like they were a little bit off my radar, but they are a better team than I've given them credit for. And App State, you have to figure maybe uh, there there was a little drop off last year, but really they kind of returned to their level of excellence throughout the season. If they're able to get that going from the beginning and don't have any hiccups, then Troy might uh, have the chance to play spoiler here. I don't think Troy is at the level where they're going to be competing for the conference, but who knows? Yeah. Yeah. Who I, th- I think it's knows. a good game. And I think App State better watch, better watch it because Troy, Troy could beat him here. Um, on the road. Yeah. I think, I think Troy can get to a bowl this year. They're going to be a bowl team. So I, I think it's compelling. Um, 
pick 25 Patty C it is on you buddy. Well, I'm, I'm going to say from a, from a sheer offensive firepower standpoint, I'm surprised this game is still on the board. Uh, Wake Forest traveling to Clemson, South Carolina. And it's not that they have the talent, but look, like you said, if fucking uh, Clemson has some quarterback issues or whatever, Wake Forest has an explosive offense. Like to their credit, they've been able to hang on to Dave Clawson and he is a creative offensive mind. Hey, last year was only 37 to 13. (laughs) All right. No, that's I'm telling you, that's a good thing because in 19, in 2019, it was a, it was not the case. It was uh 52 to three. Okay. Well, what right? is it then? I guess this probably isn't a good, I mean, I'm just taking wake forest for what they are. Maybe Clemson in particular gives them a hard time. Well, in 2018, it was only 63 to three. <laughs> God. <laughs> oh, maybe not. <laughs> okay. Let me go to 17 real quick. While I'm here. Hey, hey, well, 20 to 14 and 17. Okay. They <laughs> catch it within two touchdowns. <laughs> That's right. Uh, right, Nick, you your guys. thoughts on Wake Forest at Clemson? Patty C has an uncanny knack of picking games that are not on my top thirty. <laughs> <laughs> so I think that's three of four. He's picked in, uh, the Florida State, uh, Boston College, Illinois, Iowa, and Wake Forest, Clemson. The only one in his past four <laughs> picks that made your top thirty is Auburn, South Carolina. Yeah, uh, pretty no. I, this game sucks, man. I mean, come on. Uh, I, I I hope it does, and I hope it's competitive. <laughs> But it probably won't be. <laughs> I mean, what did Wake do last year? I can't. They didn't play each other last year for whatever reason. Um, yeah, they did. I just pulled it up. I thought. Wait, well, I'm looking at Clemson's schedule. Why am I seeing fucking Wake on here? Oh, there it is. Tw- uh, 2019, they definitely played. So Wake was eight and five in 2019 and lost by 49. And then they were, I guess, four and five <laughs> last year. But a three point loss to fucking NC's at NC State. Uh, a six yeah, point but, loss but at North Carolina. Clemson. But whenever Wake is like severely overmatched with talent, they just can't hang. I mean, get, you know, give Dave Clawson his due because they'll play like similar teams very well, but in the trenches, they just can't hang with Clemson. I guess that must be the difference because like Clemson has loses to similarly quality teams, or at least like Boston College is giving them credit, Pitt, NC State, and and Wake's able to hang with all of those teams. But I guess you're right. I guess that trenches deal is the difference there. So, uh, okay, whatever. Fuck you guys. Uh, <laughs> misfire, misfire. <laughs> uh, all right. I want to tell you guys that the college football experience way too early week 12 preview is brought to you by win bet is bringing you the act. Win bet is bringing you the action of real sports betting with the win Las Vegas experience. Get in on all your favorite teams, players and sports games, generous promos, odds, and parlays are happening right now at WinBet. get started today and you receive a special offer of up to a $500 risk-free sports bet terms and conditions apply. Get the details at winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and download the app today. All right, guys. Um, I'm taking you, I'm taking you to Joe. Is it? No, not. Is that Jonesboro? No Statesboro, Georgia. Statesboro, Georgia. <laughs> See if you had this one on there. BYU. I don't know why they're traveling to Georgia Southern because this has upset special written all over it. I got some Sun Belt for you, NC Nick. The last time BYU played at a Sun Belt team, it was Coastal Carolina last year, and that was the best college football game of the season, if you ask me. Now they come to take on the triple option in Georgia Southern. Love this matchup. Georgia Southern's going to pull the upset, I think. Patty, see your thoughts on BYU, Georgia Southern. Well, again, um, 
if I'm taking a look at Sataki here, uh, four, uh, nine and four, four and nine, seven and six, seven and six before they exploded to that 11 and one season. So essentially around a 500 coach, slightly over 500 through his first four years at the helm before exploding last year. But again, last year's schedule, complete dog shit and to no, to no fault of their own because everyone backed out on them, but it wasn't like they were playing good, very good teams. And in fact, I don't even know if they played a team of Georgia Southern's caliber the entire year last year, aside from coastal Carolina, which they took an L at. So again, UCF in the bowl game, they beat UCF. They did beat yeah. you and they whipped their ass. BYU was a good team last year. Let's not be uh fucking naive about this. Nick, but oh yeah. What uh, Georgia Southern going to give them a challenge. They're going to upset him. Nick, your thoughts on BYU at Georgia Southern. I did have it on my list. Thank you very much. Uh, yeah, you know it's an interesting game because it's a like you said a kind of a strange road trip for uh, BYU. And whenever you have played the triple option, you know it could be tricky, and we're not sure exactly what BYU is going to look like this year. So on just the uniqueness of the game, it makes it interesting itself. And uh, yeah, I'll be tuning in for this. Yeah, sign me up, man. Uh, all right, Nick, pick twenty six. Where are you going, pal? So I only have two picks left, huh? Yep. Time to face the music. <laughs> well, you know, I want to get, I want to shine the light on some teams and some conferences that don't always get the light shined on them. So yeah, I mean, you got Arkansas, Alabama out there, Baylor, Kansas state, but yeah, you know, why don't we take it to some Tuesday action instead? Yes. <laughs> nice. Yes. Toledo, Ohio. My Mac school, the Bobcats face off against Toledo. Hey, this could be for the Mac East. Good, Who knows? Toledo at Iowa th- or not Iowa, Ohio, Frank Solich's bunch. This, uh, this is a great game on a, on a Tuesday. You said, right? This week is, is loaded because we get football on Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday, and then the NFL on Sunday. So you're just loaded with football. God bless America. Um, no, this is a great game. This is a, this, this could be a really important game in the Mac. Patty, see your thoughts on Toledo at, at Ohio. I know you hate the Mac, but your thoughts. Well, <laughs> like I've, I've said for a long time, Toledo kind of, kind of cool. I looked at the uh, population statistics of Toledo and Cincinnati. I made that comparison and I thought, Hey, maybe that was wrong. It's funny. Cause the population of Toledo has dropped off a little bit, but there's still like 200, almost 300,000 people in Cincinnati and 275,000 people in Toledo. It's a similarly sized city. So there is that upside there. And then Ohio with their coaching, Frank Solich, like you said, did they win? The uh, Mac last year? No, or, that was Ball State, but but they were two they, years ago. They were in the cha- They've been in the yeah, championship game yeah, recently. Yeah. So the, it, he keeps it, a good program. He never has a losing season. Yeah, quality yeah. game here. Nice ball, and especially on a Tuesday night. Holy fuck! Sign me up, right? Yeah. There we go. Sign, all right, Patty C. Pick twenty-seven. Where are you taking us? Oh, well, Nick mentioned it, and um, look, it's a little intriguing here. Uh, Arkansas at Alabama. Um, Sam Pittman Pittman is trying to get it together. It's tough to uh, judge him from year one in COVID. Uh, He's got a long way to go, but Alabama got a new quarterback. They they have, they don't like clunkers. So I don't know why I'm interested in this game. I just, (laughs) (laughs) it's probably going to be an ass woman, but who knows? Maybe Arkansas is a little bit better and and moving toward, you know, competitiveness here. Yeah. uh, Look, if any, if any year was going to be the year, it'd probably be this one. Despite Alabama recruiting at a higher level than they were four years ago, yeah, they're replacing a lot. Offensive coordinator Bill O'Brien's a new OC there. A bunch of other players there that are really talented that have to fill these shoes of, of very good players. So that hasn't happened in a while. 
where where they've lose this many players, yeah. but and they have an unproven quarterback, you know. But I, if it was at Arkansas, then maybe this is I. Well, I just, here's a, let well, me ask you, what, Nick and and Colby both both of you guys can answer this. Where would Arkansas be if they were like in the ACC? Well, what what would their record be? Uh, they'd be if they're in the Coastal, they would have played for the conference championship <laughs> right. last year, probably, right? All right. So if you had like Virginia Tech and well, Alabama, well, no, actually, uh, before Pittman, when it was Chad Morris, they were horrible, and they yeah. would have been dead last in the Coastal, right? The dead last in the ACC. Uh, not Chad Morris. It was Bielman. No, it was Morris first. Then before that was Bielma. Okay. So, but with Chad Morris, they I mean, terrible. they were losing to Tulsa yeah. by, or yeah. to, and, and, and they lost to North Texas by like 20, like they lost to Colorado state, San Jose state before Brennan had brought that program up. Yeah. Um, they were terrible. They would have been probably in last place, but yeah. you got to figure Pittman at this point has turned them in, at least into a, a mid-level ACC coastal oh, for quality sure. program. For sure. They could win the coastal this year. Maybe. Yeah. I'll just say that. Look, they lost at home to Alabama 52 to three last year. <laughs> and this is the second of back-to-back road games for Arkansas the week before they play at LSU. <laughs> <laughs> brutal. So brutal. Like, shame who, on the SEC. Plays, seriously. Seriously. Who plays at LSU at Alabama? Two of the like top five toughest road yeah. trips, Nick. And I got new, a newsflash for you. They have a, a road trip. This is their second of back-to-back away games. Uh, not, not as this, I mean, their group of it, they have a, at the beginning of the season, they have a three game stretch where they're on the road, three straight weeks in the sec. And then towards in November, they get another stretch at LSU and at Alabama. Well, they're the whipping boy. They the have it out for Arkansas. Cool. I, maybe after that AD said the comments last <laughs> year about the way that they're scheduled, but they just, gave them a death blow this year. I feel bad for Sam Pittman. I really do. Cause I think he's a good coach. Yeah. So, Hey, I mean, t- talk about if, if you Arkansas think that maybe at some point you can compete in football and if the big 12 can somehow make no. some money, go back to the roots. Do you baby. realize how much money they get by being a part of the SEC? Well, let the big 12. <laughs> yeah, I do. But let the and, big 12 the negotiate big 12, a new contract. We don't even know the big 12 will exist in five years. Well, maybe they want to win. do that. They're playing Texas <laughs> earlier in the year. Maybe some memories will be stoked. And I don't know. All I'm you're, saying you're is they're reaching. getting, they're the fucking whipping boy of the big 12 or the sec right now. So it's unfair to Arkansas, but either way, this I don't know. It's it's it's, it's going to be an ass whipping again. Yeah, it is. It is okay. Now we get to uh, last picks of the draft here. Pick twenty nine here for for Dundee and company. And I am taking you to look. I I kind of want to play that game in Manhattan, Kansas, because I believe it needs to be played. But no, I'm taking you to Pullman, Washington, because it's Friday night, Pac twelve after dark, Arizona, which I think Jed Fish is going to have this program in a better spot against the Cougars of Washington state, Nick Rolovich in a great spot to earn a win that could potentially send them to a bowl or you never know. I mean, I know they, they dealt them a tough schedule. Uh, the Pac 12 North is up for grabs. We've said it on this episode. Nick highlighted the fact that Oregon and Washington could take losses on the road. If so, Cal or Stanford could reap the benefits. Same with Washington state and Oregon state. Um, give me Arizona at Washington state. Nick, your thoughts. I'll be sleeping. <laughs> <laughs> this is national TV. You're the guy that to defend the national television uh, television uh, play. Yeah, as long as it doesn't start at you know 10:30 local time. Oh come on, man! <laughs> and yourself, Friday night, I mean, get yourself a Red Bull. <laughs> <laughs> RBV, yeah, RBV it up. That's right, man. <laughs> uh, sorry, man. I don't have much interest in this game. It's gonna be on too late. I, I won't be watching. 
Patty C. Well, I mean the, the two teams don't, you know, really stoke my fires too much, but Rolovich is a little bit interesting. I'm not so high on Jed fish or Arizona just yet, but if this game does have like at this point in the season, like Pac-12 North implications for Washington State, then yeah, fuck yeah! I mean, a game that has the spotlight all to itself. There's another game on Friday that I haven't played yet: Memphis at Houston. I thought about going that route, That's but I one. thought there's a chance that one's better. Well, I thought there's a chance that Wazoo could be in a decent spot here. I think Rolovich is a really underrated coach, so um, and I do think Arizona might be a little bit better than what we think. Could be so. That was my logic on that. And it's certainly better than this game is certainly better than Illinois at Iowa (laughs) (laughs) sleeping on my boy. Bielma. Uh, You guys watch you watch (laughs) Nick pick 29. Where are you going? I want to break new grounds here. I think have we had a conference USA game chosen this whole year? I don't think so. I love it. Let, let this be the first Florida Atlantic at Western Kentucky. I think this game's pretty interesting. You know, first off, Florida Atlantic, they return 93% of their roster, which is fourth highest in the country. And they bring in Nikosi Perry, quarterback from Miami University, and Johnny Ford, the running back from USF. <laughs> Watch out. Florida Atlantic is going to be legit. And I love what Western Kentucky did. Western Kentucky's always had a good defense. Their offense was horrible last year. So, 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 so they went and got all of Houston Baptist's team. They got their offensive coordinator, their quarterback, and their top three wide receivers. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and Pat, I remember telling you this last year and I know Nick, I think we played this in DFS. Cause remember last year, COVID a lot of those conferences started late. So we got early, we got the smaller conferences first, right? Houston Baptist, their quarterback, um, Bailey Zap, I think his name is. Uh, him and his receivers, they had two receivers over a hundred catches. Two Dude. receivers over a hundred catches in just three before. games. Yeah. They put up over, over thirty points against Texas Tech, against North Texas, and against Louisiana Tech. It, Western Kentucky might be for real this year. They might be for real it's, this year. I, I, it's I, an interesting game. I think Florida Atlantic's for real too. But to play this over Memphis at Houston. I'm trying to shine a light on some conferences that, that are in the dark. Okay. So well, well conference USA love. Well, when I play this back, you better be watching this game. All right. I, I will watch this game. <laughs> I, I might too. have some money writing on over or an under. Cause I just wrote the column on the conference USA, which you can check out on the sports gambling podcast network.com. There nice you go. Plug. There you go. Sports gambling podcast.com. Yes. Uh, Patty C your thoughts on Florida Atlantic, Western Kentucky. Well, Nick is a man of the people. Cause I could not give the biggest rats as ever about this game. <laughs> I got to admit, I'd rather watch Florida Atlantic, Western Kentucky than Arkansas, Alabama. <laughs> I mean, and wake for his Clemson to tell you the truth. He scored points. Nick is. I'll say this in the fourth quarter. I'd rather be watching uh, Western K- uh, Kentucky FAU in the first quarter. Definitely Alabama, fucking Arkansas. <laughs> I don't even know about that. <laughs> Five um, minutes into it, maybe Clemson uh, uh, Wake is done. <laughs> uh, Pat, Patty C, the final pick of the draft. We, we are leaving games out there, historic games. Remember Georgia Tech at Notre Dame was featured in the film Rudy. Well, you also look got no further because you just got my fucking oh, pick. Okay, if if we're talking about a game, I know it might not be that competitive, but uh, Notre Dame known to lay a clunker. And here's the thing about Notre Dame still overrated. If you look at their fucking recruiting rankings, 
they're they they can't get above that around ninety like average recruit rank, you know, and the and the true national champions are all the way up at like ninety four, you know, even ninety five for like Ohio State and Alabama. So Notre Dame is just trying to win with like lower talent than than the than the rest. And so th- when that happens, a team like Georgia Tech, especially with a little experience at quarterback and an athlete at quarterback, that could be a factor. You yeah, know? and and look, Jeff Sims. I know he struggled, but I thought I saw flashes of a quarterback that could be really good. Dude, he's got some yeah. tools. Yeah. And and I, I would like to see that. I mean, yeah, Jordan, Notre Dame plays down. Louisville almost beat him last time. Yeah. They, Duke, Louisville like we just got said. the onside kick, but that stupid new rule, like where you can't block before the so ball is stupid. touched. Louisville might have won that game. Um Nick, your thoughts on Georgia Tech Notre Dame? It is on my list. So uh, congratulations, Patty C. Yes. You picked a game. That's, yes. that's all my list. <laughs> yeah. You know, there, there's some intrigue there. I think Georgia tech could be better this year. So uh, I think, and Notre Dame might be worse. Well, well you got I this might be competitive. Ridiculous. Georgia tech is one of the top offensive teams in the country. If only that were still true. <laughs> that's, that's from Rudy. <laughs> that is not the case. What about this? And you hung in with the best college football team in the land. <laughs> that doesn't uh, hey, Georgia, apply to this game at all. Georgia Tech's won a national championship more recently than Georgia. Wow. All right. Georgia that's, Tech that's has won two, a national championship more recently than Notre Dame has. <laughs> that's true. But man, man. Uh, look, before we get to our Lou Holtz, what the fuck game of the week, speaking of Notre Dame, but uh, we left some good games on the board. I'm kind of disappointed in you guys. Memphis at Houston Friday night didn't get played. Should have gotten played. Certainly better than than uh, Illinois Iowa. Stop! Um, stop hating uh, on me. Yeah, <laughs> uh, Baylor at Kansas State. Yeah, that's certainly better that a than, bunch. than Illinois at Iowa. Uh, Syracuse, NC State. No, no. <laughs> Oklahoma State at Texas Tech will probably be an awesome three overtime game with yeah. seven thousand yards of offense. Yeah. Um, how about Central Michigan at Ball State Wednesday night action? That one too. There are some good games. Tuesday night match in Western Michigan at Eastern Michigan. Little little border or in state battle. Colorado State at Hawaii. We left out there. Kansas Lance Leopold traveling down to Fort Worth to take on TCU. And uh, the big one here that we forgot: East Carolina at Navy. <laughs> and how about how about another Friday night game? Southern Miss at La Tech. Nick, you didn't you didn't want to play that Conference USA game, huh? You know, I'm the only one picking the small schools. You know, I, 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 I only have so many picks. Dude, I took Air Force Nevada, and I took BYU Georgia Southern. All right, that's, what else do you want? Mountain West, and you got BYU, who's like a major <laughs> Notre Dame type school, and and a Sun Belt team. All right, um, all right. Well, listen up, guys. The I co- definitely stayed power five the whole time. I I can't claim you guys definitely held it down for the little guys. Appreciate Patty you C guys. Power five or all the way to hey, FCS. It's, <laughs> that's it's, right. It's TMZ Pat, buddy, for a that's reason. Right. Uh, look, the college football experience is brought to you by Coors Light, the Silver Bullet. Do you ever feel like you're always on? What do you need to do when you need a moment to chill? All right. How do you like to hit that reset button to get ready for what's next in life? Because these days everything is go go go. It's nothing but nonstop hustle all the time. Work, friends, family, a million pressing social issues, and really just an expectation to be on 24 seven. Sometimes you just need a moment to turn it off and hit reset. And that's when you reach for Coors light. Cause it is made to chill the mountains on the bottles and cans even turn blue when your beer is cold. That way you always know what time it is to chill. When you hit that, when you need to hit that reset button, 
just open a Coors Light. It's mountain cold refreshment made to chill. Coors Light is cold lagered, cold filtered, cold packaged. It's literally made to chill. Uh, it's the one I choose when I need to unwind. So when you want to hit reset, reach for the beer that's made to chill. Get Coors Light in the new look delivered straight to your door with Drizzly or Instacart. Coors Brewing Company, Golden, Colorado. And as always, celebrate responsibly. All right. Here we are. Let's go with our upset of the week here. Upset of the week play. Um, before the Lou Holtz, what the fuck game of the week? Upset of the week. I have the first choice here, and look, I know I already called for Utah to take down Oregon, but I think that's that's not a huge upset. You know what I mean? I think if you want to talk huge upset, you gotta go to. Where are we going? Columbia, Missouri. No. Gators will be a 10 point favorite and Missouri will shock them and get the win in the cold. Give me some, some flurries, <laughs> some flurries in the air there. Give me Missouri over Florida Mullen. You know, more Mullen's good for a lemon at, one, at least once a year. Um, what do you guys think of that play? I think it's great. That's why I picked the game, you know, with my, uh, what second pick, I think, or yeah, second pick. So yeah, uh, I'm with you, man. I think it could very well happen. I would have taken it as my upset pick. So you snatched it right in front of me. Well, look, I wanted to take Utah, but I'm like, yeah, Oregon will be favored, but it's not going to be much of an upset. Right. Right. I hear you. Uh, so Nick, it goes to you pick two. What's that? I'll say this real quick. Let's not forget 2007 to 2014. Missouri in a seven year stretch or an eight year stretch had five, 10 win seasons. Mm, the, can right. this program return to that level? Eli Drinkwitz did that at app state. Maybe he could do it in Missouri. Maybe, maybe Nick, your play upset of the week. <sighs> well, I got a, a lot of dogs I like, but I don't think they're going to be big dogs. I guess I go West Virginia at home against Texas. There uh, we know, go. Tough, tough, Love it. tough trip for Longhorns. Yes, yes, I could totally see this happening. Sarkeesian doesn't know what to do when he gets to Morgantown. All right, <laughs> he's gonna be wanting to burn couches when he's done. All right, after he has a few shots of JMO. Uh, how do you see your thoughts, Texas or West Virginia over Texas? Dude, I love it. It's, I mean, in t- in terms of uh, what the national opinion of these two teams are. I think it would be considered a massive upset, if, especially if Texas has a decent year under Sark. But uh, what do I think? I think it wouldn't be much of an upset at all. I think, in fact, I wouldn't be surprised. I might even favor West Virginia, knowing what, what Neil Brown is building there. So wow, wow, statement, harsh statements for you, Nick, on your upset special. Well, I don't think it's a bad pick. <laughs> I, 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 no, just, I agree with what Patty's saying. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what the line is all the way in week twelve or wherever we're at here. You know, but Texas being the more national brand, they should be favored, whether that's by three or four. I don't know. It's not a, a huge upset pick, but I think it definitely could happen. Well, it, it, it will shock a lot of people if Texas is having a good year, but if you're looking closely, then you'll, you, and, and people who, who have been to Morgantown know yeah. that ain't no place to fuck around. All right, Patty, see your upset of the week here. Are you going to go Georgia tech over Notre Dame? <laughs> I am not. I uh, I'm looking through this list. There are a few that have, um, my eye here. I mean, you, UCLA USC would be a good one, but I don't think that's too big of an upset. Virginia tech, Miami, obviously again, not my, that that's a pretty competitive game. Oh gosh. If I really had to pick an upset here, I would take, fuck it. I'm going to do it. 
Can Michigan State take down Ohio State once again in Columbus? <laughs> oh, this time in Columbus. This wow. line's gonna be twenty-eight. This would be a massive upset, but Michigan State, a traditionally salty team, and Ohio State when they don't have a great quarterback. Now, granted, when they won the national championship, quote quote, uh, then they had on their like third string quarterback. But sometimes when they don't have a quarterback, they're they're a pretty average team. I don't know what to expect from Ryan day. It's still too early on to really judge his tenure, but he's been pretty damn good so far, but still a bunch of white quarterbacks in that system don't necessarily bode well for, you know, that being that effective. So Michigan state could be the team that takes him down. I'll say, I'll say Colby that this is a genius pick because if it doesn't pan out, Nobody's going to remember this podcast <laughs> in November. If it pans out, you guys are going to blast this, blast this clip on Twitter, and Patty C is going to be a genius. That's right. That is so, true. That is true. Swing Pat, for the fences, baby. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, okay. Well, let's 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 do it. It's time to break in our favorite guy, Lou Holtz. This is our Lou Holtz. What the fuck game of the week? What? Well, well, I don't get I bring the in cold, but where we where we struggle to find sense of why these games are actually happening and and really make the case for the fact that they should not have cameras there. It should not be on TV. It really shouldn't be a part of this world. Yes. <laughs> uh, I get the first pick here, and you better believe I am taking you to the e- there's a lot on this slate. Thank you, ACC and SEC for just giving us <laughs> a great just shit salad. All right. <laughs> November shit fest from the yeah. uh, Southeast. Uh, I'm drafting the Georgia Bulldogs. All right. I almost drafted a and M it's the Georgia Bulldogs. They're playing Charleston Southern. Why is this game happening? That's a great question. Uh, Why is this game happening in November where the, the committee has already said winning in November means more, right? Pathetic. Well, that means it, this, this should not be okay. This should not nope. be okay. This is ridiculous that Georgia's hosting Charleston Southern in November. They should be ashamed of themselves. <laughs> I hope Georgia Tech wins 10 more national championships just for this fucking game being Charleston right Southern. Two and two on the FCS level, including an 18 point loss against Monmouth. So Georgia really going out on a limb and challenging themselves. I mean, why is this game happening? This is ridiculous. Look at the schools in Georgia this week. You got Georgia Tech playing Notre Dame. You got Georgia Southern playing BYU. You got Georgia playing Charleston Southern. (laughs) (laughs) Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. Okay, NC Nick, you have the second pick. There's a lot Uh, out there. There's a lot out there. I'm going to choose the game that you mentioned the Battle of the AMs in Texas. Uh, I. Is it Prairie View in Texas? Uh, or is that uh, Mississippi? It might be Mississippi. Yeah, where the hell yeah, might be Mississippi? I think it's Mississippi. All right. Well, well, either way, the game sucks. <laughs> why, Prairie why? View A and M at Texas A and M. Why is this game all like this? Is just embarrassing to me. It's just embarrassing that they would do this. Like, I'm pretty sure Steve McNair is not uh, playing for A and M. Well, no, well, he was Alcorn State. He was Alcorn State. Uh, so, I'm all over the place, dude. Prairie View <laughs> had the longest losing streak in the history of college football. Um, this is just, I mean, it was back in the nineties or early two thousands or something, but still, uh, this is just horrible. This is, uh, you should be ashamed as a conference for, for basically having this, this, this game happening. I'll not hear this Prairie view was two and one at the FCS level, including a, a huge one point victory over 
Texas Southern, which uh, was horrible. They did lose at Arkansas Pine Bluff. Tough road trip there. Look, this game so, is <laughs> it's terrible. I, I was right. Prairie View is in Texas. Nice. So I was getting. I think Alcorn State's in Mississippi. Yeah, yeah. Prairie View is in Texas. I was right about that. I was totally wrong with Steve McNair. Uh, yeah, the game sucks. The battle of the A and M. This I is like a ridiculous. This is just ridiculous that they're allowed to get this game in a, in a spot where the committee has said that yeah. these games mean more in November. Yeah. Like talk about the sec, like taking their advice to heart though, play your hard games early. And then apparently you're going to like Georgia tech versus Notre Dame is get, being given the same weight as Prairie view versus fucking. A&M. Yeah. It's ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous. You, it's SEC for doing for that the sport. ACC does it too, though. A couple teams. Yeah. Clemson does that. But the SEC sometimes is like in North Carolina. The board. Yeah. And in fact, once again, look at the in-state schools, Texas plays at WVU Baylor plays at Kansas state. Houston, and Texas, Houston Tex- plays Memphis and you know Texas I mean? A&M plays Prairie view. <laughs> right. Just that's just a, it's a shame. It's a shame for college football. We need a larger playoff because it's complete bullshit. Um, Patty C you're Lou Holtz. Uh, well, well, I don't get brain bag. What's your Lou Holtz? What the fuck game of the week? Well, there are three other SEC games that have potential to make this list. Whether that be Tennessee State FCS going to Mississippi State late November, Eddie George against Mike Leach. That kind of that's fun. So I'm not going to choose though, that one. Yeah, Louisiana it's, it's, Monroe at LSU has no business being played at this point in the season. But at least they're both in the same state. But New Mexico State. <laughs> that's the one, dude. <laughs> On their second straight trip in November into SEC territory. <laughs> they were at Bama last week. What the fuck is this game? They played an FCS season uh, in the spring with two game season where they lost by Tarl- to Tarleton State, who was a D two school jumping to D uh, d- jumping from D two to FCS, and they lost to Tarleton State by twenty some points. But yet New Mexico State plays at Bama and at Kentucky. What the fuck is going on with this world, man? New Mexico State. You know, if they played an entire season at the FCS level, might be like two and nine. Yeah, you know, three and three and eight. You know, that might even be generous. That might be generous. They're a terrible fucking team, and Kentucky getting a valuable win here uh, might as well be. They'd have a harder time in practice. This is a stupid game. It is a horrible game. Shame on the SEC. And shame, and, and you know what? Wofford at North Carolina should be mentioned as what the fuck game of the week nominee, and 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 same with UMass at Army, but at least that's local. Yeah, makes a little bit of sense. I mean, the Army's not traditionally been that great. Yeah, UConn at UCF. This one I don't think is worth a play because they used to be in the AAC and they fought over the Civil Conflict Trophy. That's the, that's their trophy in football. <laughs> when they, they tried to, the AAC tried to make them rivals because remember UConn was good when Randy Edsel was there Yeah, and and then UCF, they knew the talent that, that could be there. So they called this the civil conflict the polite argument. Yeah. Trophy. <laughs> Those manufactured rivalries never work. Yeah. No. Yeah. When you're the entire coastline away from each other, you've been playing each other for like three years. The fuck? I just hope we never forget that, that the, at least they brought that rivalry back guys. The civil conflict trophy <laughs> is up for grabs. Uh, Not all tradition is dead in college football. <laughs> <laughs> uh, all right, guys, if you're a first time listener to the college football experience, make sure you subscribe. We handicap every single division one college football and college basketball game. Make sure you subscribe to the college basketball experience as well as we talk college football and college basketball year round. And uh, remember, remember we're breaking down all 130 college football teams. 
So subscribe, tell a friend that every team will be out there. Uh, you, New Mexico state, will even have a, a podcast. All right. Think about that. New Mexico state will even have a podcast. Boom. Um, but yes, we handicap every single division one college basketball and college football game. We've been over 500 each and every year for the past four years. We've only done it four years. And yes, as a collective, we've been over 500, but also independently, all of us have been over 500 and we've been way over 500 on our locks. We give you all of that on a spread or actually via the SGPN app, download the SGPN app now, and you'll have access to that. They're all free. Look, we don't charge for picks. We won't charge for picks. The only thing I'm trying to charge you for is your kindness. Can you get over to iTunes? Give us a five-star review. Say some nice things about us. If you do take a screenshot, tag me at the Colby D on Twitter, and I will send you a college experience t-shirt. All right. Give me a follow as well. Patty C is on Twitter at Patty C eight, three, one NC Nick is on Twitter at NC underscore N I C K. And the sports gambling podcast network is on Twitter at the SGP network. Make sure you give them a check out the Slack channel sports gambling podcast as well. All right. All right, guys, this is the college football experience. Way too early week 12 edition part two. You better start thinking about yours. And we are.